following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, everyone. It is a great day. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. Today's episode is all about the majority of bottled water is contaminated with microplastics. And I'm very excited to have my guest here with me today. It's definitely an honor to have Dr. Sherry A. Mason. I have been wanting her on for a very long time, and I know she is extremely busy, but I was able to coordinate something with her today. So I'm I'm very excited. I'm very happy with her uh, expertise. So what I'll be doing is talking with her for approximately like 30 to 40 minutes. And then at the very end of this episode, I will be giving updates about what I've been up to recently and also some health and wellness tips. And if you'd like to learn more about me, you can go to perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. You can check out my coaching and hair analysis packages there to balance body chemistry naturally. And also my speaking website, I am a health and wellness speaker, and that website is Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, please uh, reach out to me. My email is Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at kristenharperspeaks.com. Your business will get a lot of exposure because Voice America is the largest internet radio network in the world, and KFNX is the largest network in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So we will be talking about a study that Dr. Sherry A. Mason was involved with, which tested 259 individual bottles. Uh, water bottles from 11 brands sold across nine countries and found that 93% of those tested contained microplastic contamination. And the brands of bottled water that are contaminated with microplastics, we'll be talking about the brands, also about Dr. Sherry A. Mason's uh, research, uh, microplastics and human health, and more. So let me go over Dr. Mason's bio. A native of Texas, Dr. Sherry A. Mason earned her bachelor's degree from the University of Texas at Austin. She completed her doctorate in chemistry at the University of Montana as a NASA Earth System Science Scholar. She is currently a professor of chemistry and chair of the Department of Geology and Environmental Sciences at the State University of New York at Fredonia. 
as a principal investigator on the first ever survey for plastic pollution within the open waters of the Great Lakes, her research group is among the first to study the prevalence and impact of plastic pollution within freshwater ecosystems. She has been featured within hundreds of mass media articles, including the BBC, The Guardian, The New York Times, The Huffington Post, and National Public Radio's All Things Considered and Studio A1. The Great Lakes Plastic Pollution Survey formed the basis for the Microbeads Free Water Act, which was signed into law by President Obama in December 2015 and bans the manufacture and use of microbeads within personal care products effective July 2018. In April 2016, as the result of a nomination by U.S. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, New York, Dr. Mason was named a 2016 EPA environmental champion. Most recently, the World Health Organization has called for a human impact study upon the work of her lab looking at microplastic contamination within common consumables such as water, tap and bottle, beer, and sea salt. She is currently one member of the joint UNEP, GESAMP Working Group 40, who are to develop guidelines covering terminology and methodologies for the sampling and analysis of plastic pollution. It is definitely an honor to have Dr. Mason on my show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're, you're definitely um, welcome. It's uh, definitely a pleasure to have you here. And so, uh, uh, Dr. Mason, I would love for you to uh, talk about the study that you were involved with, uh, which I did go through it, and uh, it's titled Synthetic Polymer Contamination in uh, Bottled Water, and uh, there was uh, basically the study tested 259 individual bottles from 27 different lots across 11 brands purchased from 19 locations in nine countries, and I would love for you to talk about your study and the results. Oh, absolutely, and please call me Sam. Um, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so it was, uh, um, you know, this study was kind of a a follow-up to our our tap water study. So our our tap water study came out about a year ago um, where we looked at um, 159 tap water samples from across the globe. Um, and and found microplastic pollution contamination and and um, really kind of expected as a result of that that people would be so shocked that they would um, you know really want to to work and and resolve this issue of plastic pollution um, but instead it, it seemed like a lot of the <laughs> response we were getting was a lot of people saying well tap water is dirty I'll just go and drink bottled water um, which which really surprised me because, of course, bottled water is packaged in plastic. Um, and somehow the, the thinking was that if you package water in plastic, it's going to have less plastic, <laughs> um, which is kind of, you know, really kind of surprising. So really quickly, we kind of decided to um, 
to endeavor on this this global survey of of bottled water. Um, we picked the the top selling brands within uh, the various regions, um, as well as the top selling brands worldwide. Um, so, for example, Aquafina, uh, Dasani, Nestle Pure Life. Those are some of the top selling brands worldwide. Um, and then you have other brands like Wahaha, which is the top selling brand in China, um, and and not something that you'd find worldwide. But we tested that because it is the top selling brand in in China. Um, so there are eleven different brands. Um, as you mentioned, 27 different lots. Um, a lot is, um, it's a, an industrial standard. So it's a, it's a term. And, and so all of the, we would buy a, basically a, a box of water, like a, um, and, and all of the bottles were bottled at the same time at the same facility, um, and packaged together. And so we, and we've, photographed this whole kind of process from the moment we went to the store and purchased these um, to packaging them um, for shipment, shipping them to the lab, and then at my lab, you know, us opening the packages and taking the bottles out. Um, so so some of the, the brands we, we tested were purchased in multiple locations. So, for example, we tested Dasani that was um, packaged in the United States as well as Dasani that was packaged in Kenya. Uh, for example, um, Aquafina that we purchased in India as well as Aquafina that was purchased here in the United States. And um, as you said, it was a total of 259 individual bottles um, across these different 11 brands. And within the brands, every single brand had microplastic pollution contamination. And I think that's a really important point to make because, you know, of course, in kind of the, the outflow of this report coming out, a lot of people would email me and, and ask, oh, well, did you test, you know, insert name of brand here? <laughs> and, um, you know, frequently they weren't brands that we tested. And, and you know, the point is, I think, from the outcome of our results that that it's it's pretty evident that it doesn't matter what brand of bottled water you're drinking, there's there's plastic in it. Um, there may be individual bottles that don't have plastics, so that's where the 93%. So every single brand had plastic, but of the individual bottles, the 259 bottles, only 93% of those um, contained microplastic pollution contamination. And... Um, the, the the quantities of microplastic was were pretty staggering. So I've been kind of talking a lot here. Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, I would like to learn more. Just please, whatever you'd like to share about the study. I just, I'm so glad that you guys did the study because it's something that really, the information really needs to get out about this. Yeah, it was really interesting. So, okay, so we we took the, the microplastics were, were separated into two different size fractions. And, and this was... Um, largely so that we could um, compare what we saw in bottled water to what we found in the tap water. Because with tap water, we could only go down to 100 microns, which um, to give your audience an idea of 100 microns, pull out one of your hairs. The the width of a human hair is 100 microns. Um, so that's we're talking particles that are that big or, or larger. Um, and in that size fraction, we found on average 10 and a half pieces of plastic within each liter of bottled water that we tested. In comparison, in tap water, we found half of that. We found only five and a half pieces in, in tap water. Um, but with the bottled water state, what really was interesting was that we were able to go down to smaller sizes 
with the bottled water. And what's scary about these particles, so these particles are smaller than 100 microns. And I know like people are going, that's incredibly tiny. What could the point of that be? Um, these particles are so small, they can make their way across your gastrointestinal tract, get carried throughout your blood and get lodged in various organs in your body. And this is why the, the, the World Health Organization came out and requested a human impact study be done. Um, because they can get lodged in your kidneys and your liver. They can actually make their way across the blood-brain barrier and end up in your brain. And, you know, what is the, the potential impact of these? Um, and then this size, on average, each liter of bottled water that we tested had 315 pieces of plastic. So that means in each individual bottle of water that you're drinking, there are, on average, going to be 325 pieces of plastic that you're ingesting within every liter of bottled water that you're drinking, which is, is quite staggering. It is um, very staggering. It just, uh, it's uh, just uh, shocking. And uh, I'm just really glad that you came out with this information because it, it needs to get out to the world. And uh, Sam, do you know of other studies out there that have done something similar as far as uh, testing uh, bottled water? There was one that came out right before ours. They, it wasn't a global. It was um, a study that was focused in one particular country, and they were more interested in comparing different packaging. So there, they compared glass and um, okay. you know various kind of packaging. Um, so the the amount the the number of samples that they did that had plastic that were packaged in plastic was pretty small. Um, I think it was only like three bottles. Um, but their counts were very similar to, to ours. And then there's a, another study that came out um, since ours came out. Um, and again, you know, kind of uh, very similar counts to, to what we're finding. So, um, you know, good science is, is replicable, I guess, is the point of that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so... Um, and. I you went over the brands too, and um, also uh, let's see here. There's Evian uh, water as well. I just yeah. wow, yeah, which uh, is spring water. Okay, so would you say that the contamination is coming from the packaging or the bottling process itself? Yeah, so that's um, a really good question because so with the tap water, largely what we found in tap water were fibers. Um, and, and chances are that these are actually probably getting into the water through the air. Um, it was really interesting in the bottled water that we didn't, the amount of fibers that we found was only 16%. So the vast majority of the particles that we were finding in the bottled water um, were different, what we say in, in science morphology. They were fragments or films or pellets. Um, so different sizes and shapes. And, and what that tells me as a scientist is that there's a different source to these particles. Um, and then we went even further and we looked at the types of plastic that these particles were. Um, and polypropylene was the most common type of plastic um, that we found. And this is number five if you're looking at the bottom of your, <laughs> your various packaging, um, PP. Um, and this happens to be the, the plastic that is most commonly used for the cap. Um, additionally, we found polyethylene terephthalate, um, which is the plastic that is used to make the bottle. Um, and the, the point of this being that it seems that it's the actual act of packaging the water that's leading to the contamination. 
This was uh, further supported by the fact that 4% of the particles that we analyzed actually had industrial lubricants on them, which tells you that they went through some kind of machinery, right? Because <laughs> there was lubricants. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, frightening. Uh, so, okay, so... This is a really good information, and what we need to do right now is go to a short break. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel, and also on KFNX. And today's episode is all about the majority of bottled water is contaminated with microplastics, And my special guest, she would like me to call her Sam. Stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K R I S T E N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. And today's episode is all about the majority of bottled water is contaminated with microplastics. And my special guest is Sam Mason. And you can learn more about her study 
at Frontiers in Chemistry. This is published. And the name of her study is Synthetic Polymer Contamination in Bottled Water. So there were uh, tested, uh, uh, the study tested 259 individual bottles from 27 different lots across 11 brands purchased from 19 locations in nine countries. 93% of bottled water showed some sign of microplastic contamination. And uh, many brands involved with the study, including Aquafina, Dasani, Evian, uh, Nestle Pure Life, and so much more. So, Sam, I would love to talk about the negative effects on health when it comes to these uh, microplastics because my show is all about health and wellness. Would you be able to talk about this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll put in the appropriate caveat, I'm not an ecotoxicologist, but um, obviously, as I study plastic pollution, you know, this is a question that I, I get a lot. And it's something that I, um, I read about, and I talk with others who who do specialize in this in, in order to understand. Um, when it when it comes to, to plastic, um, it, it's complicated. <laughs> I'll start with that because we're not really worried about the plastic. What we're worried about is is chemicals that are in the plastic and chemicals that are on the plastic. So um, when plastic is manufactured, it's um, I know we, we think of it as a as a solid, and so it's weird to think that it's a it's actually a mixture in the way that like you could you know sit in your kitchen and and make cookies and you have you know your your flour and your baking soda and your eggs and you know your chocolate chips you know it's a mixture right so cookies are a mixture and in the same way plastic is a mixture and so there's all these chemicals that are in the plastic from the moment that it's manufactured and and many of us have, have heard of these things um, in one way shape or form so for example if you've heard of phthalates um, phthalates are a plasticizer so they're mixed into the plastic to help it make to help make it more moldable. Uh, BPA, bisphenol A, um, quite uh, infamous a few years ago because it's known to leach out of plastics and it's added to certain types of plastics to actually make them more more brittle, to make them harder um, so that they hold their form. Um, there's flame retardants that are added to them, um, colorants, UV stabilizers, so a, just kind of a plethora of, of chemicals that are within the plastic. And like BPA, these chemicals, while they're in the plastic, are not chemically bound to the plastic. And so they can migrate out and they do migrate out. And and BPA is kind of the, the most infamous example of this where, um, you know, it, it is used um, within polycarbonates, um, which are the, the plastics that are used to make baby bottles. And so when you hit up your infant formula, the BPA was leaching out of the plastic and into the infant formula. And that's really where kind of the notoriety of it came from. Um, but this happens with other chemicals and it's well known to happen. And, and the thing is, is that these chemicals are known to be endocrine disruptors. So that means they, they mimic the hormones within the body. And when you mess with kind of the, the hormones, the hormones are the chemical messengers of the body, right? They, they tell you 
when certain things should happen. And so when you start messing with the transmission of that information, it can cause a variety of human health impacts. So from certain types of cancer, for example, breast cancer, prostate cancer, ovarian cancer have all been tied to these endocrine disruptors, to obesity, um, and specifically obesity in children under the age of six months, because it's literally reprogramming our DNA to, to store more fat. Um, to uh, uh, increases in autism and ADHD, um, to effeminization um, of uh, the, the men, <laughs> of our men, where the, um, actually GQ just had a great article about this, the fact that sperm counts are lower um, um, over the last, you know, 20 years than they've ever been. Um, and, and this, again, has been tied to this in, these endocrine disruptors that are within uh, plastics and also absorbed to their surface and can migrate out. So that's what we're worried about. Yes, um, absolutely. And uh, I wanted, I mean, I feel this is actually a really big deal. And when I read your bio and I've been looking over your study, and this was effective July 2018, but this Great Lakes Plastic Pollution Survey formed the basis for the Microbeads Free Water Act signed into law by President Obama, which bans the manufacture and use of microbeads in personal care products. And this is just amazing. This is great. This is great work. So would you be able to talk about this as well? Um, yeah, I mean, it was... Um it's based on our, our very first study out in the, the Great Lakes. You know, I live on, on Lake Erie. Um, and uh, and in that first survey, we just, we, we had a number of samples that came in where they had these perfectly round spherical balls of plastic, which was very odd because as a, as a, as big pieces of plastic, like a bag or a bottle break into smaller and smaller pieces, they're not going to form these perfectly round spherical balls. So you kind of go, where did these things come from? And um, through process of elimination, we were able to connect it to these personal care products. So like face washes and body washes and toothpastes that had microbeads. And so on the front, they would say microbeads. And if you looked at the ingredients, it would say polyethylene was the most common plastic used to manufacture these microbeads. And, you know, so we analyzed, you know, microbeads that we pulled out of face washes and we compared them to the microbeads that we found in the Great Lakes and were able to, to provide some convincing, you know, kind of supporting evidence that these microbeads we found in the lakes were actually coming from these products. So you, you wash your face with this face wash, it goes down the drain. These beads make their way through wastewater treatment plants. We, we actually did a study looking at wastewater treatment plants and established this. And then we ended up finding them in the Great Lakes. And of course, the concern is that these microplastics, like these other plastics that we're talking about in bottled water, are so incredibly small that it's really easy for them to be ingested and carry all of those chemicals that we we're just talking about into the food system, which ultimately is into us. Um, and so it was on this basis then that it, you know, it started with the New York State Attorney General's office and then it it led to um, total of eight different states ended up passing laws banning microbeads. Um, and then Christian Gildebrand, um, you know, proposed it in, in the um, United States um, Congress and um, much to my surprise, um, it actually passed both houses of Congress and and then was signed into law by by President o Obama. And I, I say much to my surprise because I th I thought that you know 
into environmental legislation doesn't usually happen so quickly. Um, But it was because of the fact that there were eight different states with eight kind of different laws um, and and industry really saw that that they needed to, to change. They didn't really fight it. They actually wanted the national legislation to pass. So there was a uniform, you know, kind of implementation, a uniform definition across the entire United States. So yeah, it became fully effective this last July. So now if you go out and buy a face wash, it should not have microbeads, plastic microbeads in it. They should be using natural products, things like, you know, salt, sand, ground up walnut shells, something like that. Uh, uh, Wonderful. It's just uh, making some good progress. Uh, So I wanted to go back to this uh, tap water study. And, you know, we were talking about uh, microplastics, but as far as um, other findings that... um, what were other findings with this tap water study? I'm just really curious. And do you guys um, also look at like um, toxins, like uh, toxic metals, uh, toxic chemicals? No, I mean we 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 you know our lab focuses on on microplastics. So okay. we were we um, you know process these for for microplastics. What we found in the top water study as well as the sea salt study was largely microfibers and these are things that break off of your clothes when you wash them. Um, and kind of like the microbeads, you know, it goes down the wastewater and and it makes its way through wastewater treatment plants and gets deposited into to nearby bodies of water. So this is kind of the the next frontier in um, this kind of area of research is the the um, just enormous numbers of microfibers that are being released into our air, our soil, and our water. And yeah. and what are we going to do about this? And uh, so we this is this is where we're at and where we're trying to to figure out. Yes, I think you're uh, doing some great work. And I had uh, five uh, Dyers Institute. They actually um, came on my show. I had a guest come on back in May, and we talked about micro plastics and how it affects health in a negative way and also the environment. And so, uh, Sam, do you plan on uh, doing any future studies? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> always, always more to do. Uh, so we're, we're looking at a number of feeding studies, looking at, at various uh, organisms in the environment, as well as some degradation studies, trying to understand how um, plastics degrade and and what they release and and what are the the, the potential ramifications of that, um, and I you know I continue to to go on shows like yours and give public talks and really kind of encourage people to rethink their relationship with this material because that's ultimately um, what needs to happen. Um, you know, we, there's enough data out there. We know that um, plastic is really harming us it's harming our ability to survive as a species and and you know it it sounds when I say it like that I know it sounds so incredibly like melodramatic except that it's really not you know it's it's um you know all the data suggests that this is true and so really kind of we need to rethink um the use of this material because it's just become so prominent in our society and and so unnecessary right if you think of the the bags and the bottles and the straws and, you know, how most of those materials, those products are literally used for minutes, and yet we're making them out of material that lasts for centuries. Um, 
And during that time period that it exists, it's really causing great harm to us and, and other organisms on this planet. And so I really kind of encourage people to, to rethink their, their use of this material and find ways to, to go plastic free. Yes, absolutely. I definitely support that. Um, it's all about going plastic free. So, uh, Sam, we have a few minutes left. Is there any last uh, comments that you would like to make to my listeners or any uh, last information about your study? No, it was really, it was, it, I, the, the message I really wanted to make sure I, I got across was, you know, kind of encouraging people um, to find ways to, to reduce their use of plastic. Uh, my, my motto in life uh, that I've taken from, uh, from Gandhi, you know, be the change you wish to see in the world. And, and that's what I encourage people to do. So if they're concerned about the fact that there's plastic in their tap water and their, in their sea salt um, is to, to refrain from buying bottled water, to, to remember their, their reusable bags when they go to the grocery store um, and to, you know, when you go out to eat, say no straw, you know, <laughs> I don't need a straw um, and find those ways uh, to, to reduce uh, the prominence of plastic within your life. Uh, yes, uh, absolutely. And uh, just wanted to uh, mention to my listeners again, I, I really love the study. Um, you can go to Frontiers in Chemistry. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on my show today, Sam. And I just want to say thanks for all of your great work. So it was definitely an honor to have Sam on my show. Uh, She's doing great work. So you can check out her study, Frontiers in Chemistry. Um, The study is called Synthetic Polymer Contamination in Bottled Water. And also, she did a previous study on tap water. And so, it is all about going plastic-free. I highly encourage that. And stay away from uh, plastic uh, water bottles, for sure. And so, now... Let's go to a short break. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. And after break, I will give you some updates and health and wellness tips. And today's episode is all about the majority of bottled water is contaminated with microplastics. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. 
Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K R I S T E N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. Hello, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And earlier, I did interview Dr. Sherry Mason, and she likes to be called Sam, about the majority of bottled water is contaminated with microplastics. And so I definitely uh, suggest us. You know, just not drinking water from plastic bottles. So I want to go over some updates and also some health and wellness tips. Uh, For the uh, past month or so, I've been, I've had Voice America do replays. I've been very busy with some uh, projects and I, wanted to go over these with you. So I just uh, uh, wanted to give an update here. I just moved to uh, Tempe, Arizona. This was uh, yesterday after I lived in Lake Havasu City, Arizona for many years. I would say close to nine years. So I moved down to Tempe last night and I'm really excited to be down here. And there's a few reasons. (laughs) The first is medical school. And I start next week, uh, October 1st. I'll be going to school, medical school. And also, I get to go to the Voice America studio each week, every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time to do 
my show live. And uh, this is so exciting because for over a year, most of the time I've been doing the show remotely and now I get to go to the fancy studio and do my show live every single week on Tuesdays. And also, I am so excited about being able to eat healthy foods. And Tempe has access to so many healthy foods, organic foods. So I am going to be in heaven down here in Tempe. And uh, where I was located in Lake Havasu for many years, I it was a beautiful city. I really liked it. But overall, I just did not like the fact that the city did not have access to a lot of uh, healthy foods. Uh, they ha- have uh, small health food stores that just don't have a lot of organic foods and, you know, uh, natural products are just they just don't have a big selection so I'll be able to eat my organic foods here in Tempe so I've been working on some projects and I've been working on my book it will be released in 2019 I've been working with a big publisher and I'm getting close to being finished and This book will help females who have a problem with binge eating. Now, I had an eating disorder in my past for many years. I actually had an eating disorder for nine years, and I had a problem with uh, binge eating. So I I truly want to help females that have a problem with binge eating who have been influenced by the media to be thin, This is for all females and females who have poor body image. And I do understand that men have eating disorders as well. However, I wanted to uh, focus on females because many, not all, have been influenced by the media to be thin. And that's what happened to me. My Eating disorder started my senior year of high school, and I got influenced by the media to be thin. I noticed the thin models in magazines, and I, I, I didn't have a weight problem in high school, but I got influenced by the media. And so I started to cut back on my food intake. I wasn't eating very much and, you know, eating low-calorie foods, uh, fat-free popcorn, eating green beans, drinking uh, diet soda. And I started losing a lot of weight. There was one point that I was even told that if I didn't gain weight, I would be hospitalized. I started to implement uh, vigorous exercise into my life. So I would just run for miles. And then eventually, that led into binge eating. I had these cravings that came into my life that were really intense. They were powerful. I had cravings to binge on high fat and high sugar foods. So I started to binge eat. So this book will be coming out in 2019 to help females who have a problem with binge eating, who have been influenced by the media to be thin, who have poor body image. And also... For females who have tried everything to overcome binge eating, however, nothing has worked 
for that. And what I discovered is that seeking solutions outside yourself is not the answer. The truth comes from within. And what I will be revealing is getting to the root cause of the problem. Okay, and also, if you go to my website, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com, you can go to my shop page, and I am now offering virtual consulting sessions for females who have a problem with binge eating. So I have a one-hour package. You can work with me one-on-one. And this is over Zoom conference or by phone call. And if you choose Zoom conference, the session will be recorded. and You'll be able to keep a copy. I also have a four-week package, which is one hour per week over four weeks. And also I have an eight-week package, so one hour per week over eight weeks so you receive consulting sessions virtual consulting sessions with me one-on-one you can choose the one hour the four week or the eight week package and also you'll have access to my facebook mastermind group so you can ask questions there i'll be able to answer them and provide ongoing support you will also receive ongoing content and tips And finally, you will receive a bonus, which is my Get Healthy ebook, which is close to 50 pages, which has a lot of great information about health and wellness. Okay, so now what I'd like to do is, you know, just give some health and wellness tips. We talked about bottled water earlier and also, Sam, was uh, we were talking about the personal care products, and I had a previous guest on in the past, and you can always go to my voiceamerica.com host page. When you get to voiceamerica.com, you can uh, type in my show, Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. When you go to my show page on the right-hand side, you'll, you will see all of my episodes, And you can go through them. I have some excellent episodes. I have interviewed celebrities, influencers, health and wellness experts, authors, researchers, and so much more. And I did have a previous guest on talking about personal care products. And it's really important because uh, many personal care products are toxic. So you need to stay away from them. Really read the labels on these products and make sure you're buying only natural and in terms of water I agree with Sam we all should be living a life free uh, from plastic so staying away from these plastic water bottles and uh, I, I do recommend spring water that's the best water adults need three quarts of spring water daily And spring water is great because it hydrates the body the best and contains minerals. And 
I will say if you can go to findaspring.com to find a spring in your area. There's other options as well. And uh, also, you know, there's delivery services. And I do know that at least one, there could be more, can deliver spring water to your home. And they do not deliver in uh, plastic containers, which is uh, great. So drink spring water. You want to uh, stay away from distilled water, which demineralizes the body. Initially, individuals can drink it like the beginning of a, a hair analysis might increase your vitality program to eliminate toxins from the body. And it can be used temporarily for healing reactions. However, you don't want to drink distilled water long term because it does demineralize the body. So I would say stick with spring water. Stay away from reverse osmosis. It is deficient in minerals and does not hydrate the body well. Stay away from tap water, which is, uh, contains uh, toxic metals, toxic chemicals. There's, it contains residues from medical pharmaceutical drugs. There's chlorine compounds, fluoride. Uh, well water can be contaminated as well. And in terms of uh, alkaline water, there's three types of alkaline water systems. And I, I just recommend that you stay away from alkaline water as well. It doesn't hydrate the body well. And the water from the alkaline water machines replaces the vital minerals with toxic metals found in tap water. And also alkaline water machines replace the good minerals with a little platinum and titanium found in the plates that the water passes over to make it alkaline. So there is some toxicity. So to make your body alkaline, you need to eat a lot of cooked vegetables, which contains alkaline reserve minerals and also kelp. I am a fan of kelp, which I do recommend kelp for my clients because it contains iodine and many minerals so definitely stay away from plastic drink your spring water eat organic foods and make sure the majority of your diet consists of cooked vegetables breakfast lunch and dinner and I would love to hear from you. So please send me an email. My email is, again, Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. I would love to get feedback from you as to what you want to hear in the future. What health and wellness topics would you like for me to uh, uh, talk about and, and you know interview guests. I would love to hear from you. I've had some amazing guests, and I will say I can just give you a few examples of uh, some of the guests that I've had in the past. 
And I've, I've even had celebrities on my show. But I will say I've had the famous Roy Masters. We talked about meditation and its benefits. I interviewed actor Gordon Frazier about mindfulness. I interviewed actress Alexandra Paul. Erin Elizabeth of Health Not News, and her partner is uh, Dr. Mercola, Patrick Tamponi. I mean, the list goes on and on. So please let me know what you would like to hear in the future. I would love to hear any comments from you. And I wish all of you a wonderful week and many blessings. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week. 